<laughs> Jesus Christ, I heard my echo through. I'm so sorry. That must have been so loud if it got through your like sealed headphones back to your mic back to me. And it was only half as loud. That's my bad. <laughs> I'm deaf anyway. It's okay. Gals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the spoiler review of uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, a movie we both agreed are mushrooms. Uh, I was I just had this and I decided I was going to factor it in. But when we were doing the non-spoiler review, it seemed inappropriate at any point. But let's see if I can eat this whole Mr. Beast chocolate bar. One video. <laughs> Retention. Uh, I was going to say, if you can, I can. <laughs> I did just eat an entire pound of pasta with Alfredo sauce on it and like three waffles. So oh, that would make it. Oh, I guess the waffles. I was gonna say with the, how savory um, pasta is. I guess it would be super easy to eat the chocolate. Mm-hmm. But if you ate um, waffles with with the syrup, it might be tough. And I had two of these already. But milk chocolate is my favorite, so I'm a lot easier to eat. I'm so full. All right, Brad. What yes. do you want to? What you wanted to talk about something spoilery at the end of the non-spoiler review? Um, I don't remember what that is. Um, ha ha. <laughs> ha, ha surprise. Um, I think right, what, what's the of, first thing you would take out? Oh, for sure. The white guy. Um, I don't remember what his name is. It's agent something. He was Everett a big Ross. part ever. Yeah. Everett Ross could have completely eliminated him. Have him as like a ha ha. Funny, funny. We bring him in for a cameo and take him right out. <laughs> He's completely you know? irrelevant throughout the rest of the entire movie. Forget it. Not a big deal. <laughs> you know, I half agree and half disagree. I I ref- referred to something that a lot of people have said should be taken out. And then I think there's something that should be taken out more than that that hasn't been talked about. This is the thing everyone's talking about. I, in a movie that opens uh, in present day, with Queen Ramonda going in and saying how the whole world is trying to take their vibranium and they are the only people who should be controlling it. And then we go to see that Namor's whole kingdom is found because vibranium exists there. I like having a consistent view into the outside politics. I think it needs to be cut down half. Uh, Cool. He's married to. Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was literally just watching a video before starting this where Mr. Beast was talking about not knowing who Seinfeld was. He's like, Seinfeld, is that better call Saul? That's his TV show. Um, <laughs> like, that's a cool, but cut it down by half. But I like it because it keeps reminding us throughout the film what is actually at stake. What Namor keeps saying, if, I d- if we don't have that playing, on the outskirts i don't think we feel that as much Uh, we definitely we definitely need um the outside tension for this movie to really really grab hold really to affect everything and really pull it into the rest of the mcu um but i think that we i think um, maybe it could have been done better it could have been done better and you basically could have cut out Everett Ross out of like 90% of his scenes and done the exact same thing. Still had the court um, or the, the, I guess it wasn't court. It was like a um, congressional hearing or whatever, um, or uh, a UN hearing. You could still do all that, but I think, I think he is just bloated. I mean, we don't really need him through most of that. We really just need him 
at the beginning to hook up um, Shiri and Riri, who is going to be a big part moving forward. And then we really just need him for the end of the movie um, to connect the the bad lady with have the bad lady and him be married. I mean, outside of that, we don't need and him also to... get arrested for helping them. Yeah, I think was cool. Yeah, but he could have done that. He could have gotten arrested just for linking Riri uh, up with um, Sherry or yeah, Sherry. All right. So this is what I think is even less essential. Everything from like <laughs> just everything, you. just Fuck everything. You. Fuck you. Uh, no. uh, everything from like 30 seconds after Koye comes into Riri's dorm room to the uh, Atlanteans to I oh, forgot they're, to, not, they're not Atlanteans. Yeah. Yeah. I, boy, they are. In can the you look books. that up while I say it? that new country that you were talking about yesterday starts, with new recording, but all the way up to like 30 seconds before they get ambushed by the police. I think there's a little space for a nice chase scene, but cut out Riri's uh, iron heart armor from that sequence, cut out Shuri's motorcycle, just make it a quick, one or two minutes of a chasing. Then the Atlanteans or whoever it is that Brad's looking up right now. I uh, appreciate you. Yeah. Then still, have, um, I, oh, ta- uh, Talaka, Talokan. Talokan. Ta- yes. Talokan. It's, so um, right when they get ambushed and have him leave. Now, this is why. Now, in the third act, instead of Wakanda making this whole Ironheart armor that they're going to take back because they want new toil sales for the Disney Plus show. Then have Riri finalize her her Mark One armor or Mark Two armor, let's say, since she said she, their YouTube channels dedicated to sightings of her. Then have her have use that suit in the third act and keep that suit. Done. Now we've just cut out like twenty minutes. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> of a character introduction for her show. I think they do it a lot better than the or a lot more smoothly than they did in Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness with, um, I just had her name in my head. Uh, the girl, the girl with the star America Ferreira. Nope. Not that. Nope. That's, uh, you, that's about like MJ or the new MJ. No. in Dr. Strange too. Um, oh. um, her name was America Chavez, America Chavez. Uh, oh America yes. Ferreira yes, yes. was an actress <laughs> or is an actress. Um, I think that was done clunkier and this was done better, but this, like I said, in the non-spoiler, it's just extra. It's an extra glass of water when I've had a bottle of wine at dinner, <laughs> but you <laughs> need to sober up a little and bit. And I'm not driving <laughs> and I'm not driving. No, like I've had a, three courses, you know, I had an appetizer. I had, uh, two, two entrees. And I'm about to have uh, dinner or uh, whatever. What is, what is chocolate? <laughs> Dessert. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm too full of water at home somewhere else. That That's what I would cut out first. It's cool, but it's unnecessary. And yeah. it just asks questions like, why do you give her this? Like way more advanced suit 
And then her show is going to be about how she's going to build her own suit that's less advanced than that. Yeah, because the show is the show is going to be the first one, right? So the show theoretically should have came out before this. No, no. I mean, like the show is going to come out chronologically after this. Oh, okay. What what's happened so or as far as I know, what's happened so far is that she has like I'll equate it to Spider Man, Spider Man Civil War. He has that suit that doesn't look cool. It's functional. And then Robert Downey Jr. is like, here's a cool suit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of at the end of the movie. I have no idea what just happened. Do you hear me? Yeah. Okay. No, in, you know, he takes it away for like 20 minutes in that film. But imagine at the end if he didn't give it to him. Give it give it back if he didn't yeah. take it away for a good reason he was just like but like i paid for it so it's technically mine um i'm taking it back you know just be like oh okay so fun fun fact about all this is riri goes to mit do you know who else is currently at mit <laughs> during the same time okay nope uh, Spider-Man, the new oh, MJ and flash all went, all go to MIT. They all at the end of no way home. So they, they, get an MIT. Peter got into MIT. Doesn't, doesn't he get an MIT? I know no, for sure. No, MJ no, and flash. No, no spoilers. Yeah. But that was like um, two years ago at this point. Uh, flash. It's the last 30 seconds, you know, yeah. uh, flash MJ and his his buddy for sure and ned and ned, ned. definitely i thought do. he does i thought he does too but maybe not uh all right spoiler it has been two years uh but he he was filling out a g he had a gd book he needs to get his gd first i guess oh okay so he but, might but be anyway, those three are there so he's probably there dude i hope i hope ned and mj show up in fucking Ironheart. that'd be dope like especially, especially while like if uh, Tom Holland comes back and there's no MJ for and Ned for a movie or two, have him be an Ironheart. That'd be yeah. dope. Yeah, he'll he he'll always be the man of the show. Can you imagine just start having that whole show and just seeing Ned be like? <gasps> I've always wanted to be the man of the chair. <laughs> and then he's in college and he gets caught, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Uh, the computer's alone. Is like, I'm watching. Porn. I just I know it's exactly the same <laughs> and like what Kevin Smith gets criticized for, but I just want all those beats exactly the same with a ten year older not ten years, I guess four <laughs> years older technically or three years, whatever. But <laughs> just an older Ned with Riri. <laughs> okay. Did anything in this film hit you as coming out of left field a little bit um because i have one moment i'm curious for you no not really i mean i think it all flows um no i don't think so all right so this is the moment that i think was justified but when it happened at first i was like whoa really what was when queen ramonda 
just starts talking and immediately says, you are losing your rank, Okoye. And I was like, what? Well, like, I, I guess, yeah. But I guess and, conceptually, and, but like. But then she, it justifies it through her speech. But I, like, yeah. just starting off with like, you got your ass kicked. You're in the water. You're seeing uh, Shuri fly off or whatever the fuck or go away with the. And then cut to Queen Ramonda. You are having your rank stripped from you. I'm like, oh, ah, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's it's justified. I mean, uh, for so for me, it didn't really come out of left field as much as um, as once how she said justified. sticking with Killmonger. I was like, oh, but that's what you want in your Dormilaji. I know. Oh, you're right. Oh. So so speaking of Killmonger, <laughs> super super nervous. When um, Shiri finally, and I know we're skipping like vastly back whiplash through this movie. Um, when she gets, um, goes to the plane of the ancestors and she walks into the room, I'm like, oh, please tell me this isn't going to be some CGI like um, Chadwick. Like, please tell me this isn't going to happen. Oh, and then God, we come around the corner no. and there's Michael B. Jordan. And I was like, okay, deep breath. I mean, not good, but deep breath. I can do this. <laughs> I think. That that moment was interesting because I I know I've heard the rumor that he'd be in the film, and I I don't remember having any reaction when I saw it, like no surprise. I was just like, "Yep, this is." It makes I don't, sense. I don't know movie. why either. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, yeah. one because um, and the whole theme of the movie is dealing with the grief of losing somebody you love, and she makes the line right away towards the beginning of the movie, um, something about um. You know, if she thinks about her brother too long, she just wants the world to burn, kind of thing. Um, and I think that's a just that's a justified feeling. Um, I mean, I mean, if you lose uh, somebody that close to you, well, Ryan Coogler like straight up remixed T'Challa's story in Civil War, like just straight up remixed it for sure. <laughs> like even in the third act when she's like, we have become consumed by vengeance in civil war. T'Challa was like, uh, I, you have become consumed by, by vengeance, uh, <laughs> or whatever, you know, or I have like, that was kind of surprising, but made a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think worked. Yeah, no, I think I think she did a fantastic job. Um, her her acting throughout this entire movie um, was fantastic, along with um, Angela Bassett. Um, fantastic. I mean, they should. I assume they're going to win plenty of awards to justify this these statements. But um, maybe just, her acting on Twitter is not as yeah, good. not as good. Her actor in this movie, fantastic. Leticia Ray retweeting some weird shit. Uh, but yeah, Winston uh, Duke. Oh, that Tano was Carta. That was so no funny. The Win the Winston Duke um coming in with a carrot was hilarious. Because I, mean, I remembered that one. Like I was seeing him biting a carrot. I'm like, why is he biting a carrot? And it clicked. I was like, um, <laughs> I'm gonna feed you to my yeah. my children. <laughs> I'm king. We are vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had to. It sounds weird since it was an IMAX both times, but I had to pixel peep at that carrot because I swear the first time I, I 
I was convinced he was eating a Twizzler. But I was like, no, it can't be. Like, I know Okoye was talking in Infinity War about getting a Starbucks. <laughs> and I know I'm yes. doing horrible imitations. But I was like, oh, Twizzler, that's funny. But then I heard that of him biting it once. And I was like, oh, wait, what? And I wasn't able to clear it up the first time. So the second time, I was just the whole time like, is that a, is that a, a chocolate bar? Is that a carrot? <laughs> so also the i don't want to say bad guy but like i don't remember what his name is off the top of my head wasn't in no, this more. movie either mm. no the bad guy from the first one um who was oh who, well he's dead yeah fed into no he's in prison that he didn't die the the you're ta- i'm talking about the guy that's claw. part of the clans no not claw the, he's a part of the clans um husband yeah yeah yeah, would so I'm surprised you, he didn't show up in this movie at all. Oh, I wasn't. Oh, I, I wasn't expecting him. I mean, like, what could he do? Yeah. And why would Sherry want to talk to him? <laughs> so, um, that that was the most powerful moment in the first film. I'll say that. Would you kill me, my love? Or Wakanda? <laughs> question. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Goddamn. Woo! Uh, put that shit on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the actor that played Namor was was fantastic. Um, I liked his motivation throughout this whole movie. Um, basically, just trying to protect his people, and you know, people started messing around in his home. So then he had to start defending himself. Um, I really thought that the scenes where um, Shiri was going down through she was being basically carried down through in uh, the diver suit that the person died in. Um, Cause that's probably how he got that oh, diver yeah. suit. It's <laughs> probably how he got the suit. Cause they, they don't need it. I mean, they've got their water masks and stuff. And yeah. um, so and I thought that was really well done. I thought that, thought that looked gorgeous going through. Um, I don't know if they teamed up with um, um, what's his name from avatar two and Doubt kind it. of, start peeping some some information on how to how to do the underwater stuff but it looked he'd fantastic rather, he'd rather kill kevin vikey <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they, they go into the like, secret chamber so that way um he can start painting on the walls <laughs> yeah that was another thing like the, um okay so the two moments that i think are really interesting that i find parallel between this and Batman v Superman are the Martha moment. And if you remember from the uh, non-spoiler, I said not the Martha moment, but in that sense, I was saying not delivered in a way that could be really argued about, about whether it was silly or not. Uh, In this one, the, we've both been consumed by vengeance. Let us not let our people be consumed by it as well, or what, whatever she said. That felt like the stop fighting moment in Batman v Superman. The difference being we didn't have 20 more moments of a a roided out golem uh, (laughs) destroying (laughs) destroying some uh, abandoned buildings and then killing uh, Superman. (laughs) I didn't have a funny joke for that. Um, And then the other moment was when Namor was telling Shuri his, his birth story. And yeah. the the origin story of his people, and that felt a lot like the um, the nightmare sequence in Batman Superman, as in when uh, Batman has a 
a dream. <laughs> and for 15 minutes, we see the future. Um, and that, well, we see it a couple times because um, we see it in Batman v Superman. We also see it in Justice League, uh, at least the new one. I, I've never watched the original Justice League. I've only watched the. Um, yeah, don't. <laughs> You're doing yourself a favor. I mean, I'm, I think I'm, those I'm scenes are not in the original one, correct? Yeah, no, they're they were reshot or they were added for the Zack Snyder cut. There but like, and it also reminded me a lot of Man of Steel when um, when Daddy O, uh, Mister Russell, the Gladiator guy, was <laughs> uh, Kurt. No, not Kurt Russell. Russell Crow. Crow. There you go. Russell Crow. Yep. Um, was telling. Henry Cavill's Superman, the origin of Krypton. It was just like a long kind of expository sequence, but it, it really worked in this film. And I think it worked better in Man of Steel. Because the less were, I say about Batman and Superman, the better for people yelling at me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I would say in Man of Steel, it worked out really well because it was intercut with them trying to escape. And like the whole reasoning of the exposition was one to catch us up. And two, they were trying to escape. Um, the bad guy, um, Zod, Zod. There you go. I was gonna yeah, say, I you have it. rewatched these recently. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I like DC. I think, I think they, I like the darker take they take on things. Um, so I, I like, like, DC. like, and I'm not even being sarcastic, like the suicide squad. Yes. They take a very dark and sadistic turn at things. And, <laughs> Ever and if chance anyone- they get- and if anyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Batman v Superman is the darkest take. Zack Snyder said that Batman could get raped in prison. Um, I'm just going to say in the actual films, I don't think there's much that's darker than uh, two machismo guys competing to massacre a whole bunch of innocent freedom fighters. <laughs> And we're made to laugh before we're horrified. (laughs) (laughs) The only way to make that darker is to say that babies were piloting human suits (laughs) and we killed a bunch of babies. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Black Panther, Wakanda forever. (laughs) Yeah. So I I like that they brought uh, Namor basically down to a, a hero level. They brought him to a hero level. Like I'm just doing this to save our people. You know, I'm trying to show you everything so that way you can understand. So that way we can team up together, you know, and just kind of defend ourselves. And then he kind of turns it and um, basically starts fighting because Wakanda won't team up with them. That's when he kind of made that turn to from hero, like trying to save his people, doing the right thing to you're not going to help me destroy the rest of the world. Forget you. I'm burning it. Yeah, um, and especially with after he surrenders and talks to second in command, like he's clearly just playing a winning game for himself. Like it doesn't matter how he wins, he's gonna find a way to win. Yeah. For whether him it's, and his whether it's his ankle ankle wings or not, he doesn't care he's gonna win. <laughs> I mean yeah, that's automatic win. Ankle yeah. wings are automatic wins. Especially, the, <laughs> especially when he flies by the screen one time, you can see his wings working overdrive to try and keep him floating. <laughs> hey, there was never one moment that I thought that it felt goofy. Did it? Was that different for you? I don't want to say goofy. Um, I just something I noticed. I, you know, in my mind, it's funny to see his little wings, his little ankle wings. Um, 
working overtime to keep them keep them flying but i mean it's yeah it's yeah. fine I, I didn't think it was funny it was just kind of chuckled to myself i guess because <laughs> i'm immature and silly yeah but uh we get a couple things from the comics that i know about only because i read the first few volumes of Tahenesi Coates or he, he he's a like a reporter or an author who did Black Panther comics for a while and he intro or I don't know if he introduced but in the comic run Okoye and either or two of the uh, I don't know what's going on with my brain <laughs> two of the Dora Milaje I don't know which characters get those blue suits so oh the um Oh, what are they? The violet something? No, what is it? Yeah, uh, but something midnight. Yeah. Um. So maybe that was part of the reason why Queen Ramonda, like stripping her of her rank, felt a little unexpected, is because I could I could guess that they were doing that to achieve the new suits. Uh, part maybe if like. I think for me, I just needed them to put a lot more weight on the choice of letting Shuri come to get Riri. Like, really make this a very stressful scene before going on the mission between Queen Ramonda and Okoye. Maybe have them argue. Maybe give it a couple more minutes of debate and, like, insults. Maybe actually have Queen Ramonda say, I couldn't trust you with Shuri when Killmonger took over and I will never forget that feeling and Okoye stepping up and saying, I'm sorry, I did my duty. That is my duty. Uh, my duty now is to protect your daughter forever and I will pay any price or maybe not say any price because then it kind of eliminates the possibility of her arguing back saying I have given everything for Wakanda later, but just like really put some more meat into that early scene. And then it'll feel, uh, I mean, again, it's a mushroom movie for me, but yeah. and I have very few moments I can really say, eh, maybe there's a little room. But uh, Mid Midnight Angels. I've been looking up that suit and trying to figure it out and couldn't figure it mm. out. Um, Midnight Angels. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're... Do you agree that there's an implication that Okoye and the other woman who get the Midnight Angel armor are romantic romantically linked? Um I mean I they kind of hinted at some of that in the first movie too. Um a little bit, but I I don't know. I mean that's it's a possibility. I mean I I wouldn't put it past I don't, and I, I don't read the comic books, so I have no idea if they are or not um, kind of thing. But I wouldn't put it past um, Disney to make that. I don't want to say make it a thing, but like um, kind of te <laughs> tease, it, tease it more than. Queer bait it. Yeah. Um, I, just, I, yeah. Just make it a thing. You know, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Make it a thing. I mean, she, her, hus her husband's locked in prison. Uh, most times somebody goes to prison like that. I mean, especially probably for life. Like he's, he's probably in there for life. Yeah. Cut I mean, come out. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> Get a divorce him. or whatever. How, however you want to handle it in Wakanda. I mean, make him a thing. I don't care. But don't, yeah, don't, yeah, like, I, don't like tease it and like 
you know, are they, aren't they kind of thing? Just either do it or don't. Yeah. Yeah. And M'Baku is king. Yeah. Yeah, for the, for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the, no, the movie ends with him being king. Like, uh, yeah. If, if no one else, I know it cuts off the scene, but if no one else challenges him or wins, he's king. And yeah. the actor has basically confirmed that. Yeah, Winston Duke. He seems yeah. like he seems like a guy that I'd want to hang out with. He seems super cool. I don't know what he's like yes. in person, but like his the vibe that I get through through him in this movie is that he's just a silly person. Like he's. He's a goofy person that like just wants to have fun. So I think he would be a great person to hang out with outside of outside of this. Dude, he he went from the first Black Panther to like shooting us with Lupita yeah. Nyong'o and wearing and, like and dad do, like, sweaters. Too? No, he does not. Uh, the person who played uh, Okoye's husband doesn't open. He was oh, in okay. uh, uh, Get Out, uh, and I'm just horrible with names, and my brain's being weird right now. Uh, but and I have IMDb for Black Panther too, so that's why I'm getting everyone else's names. But Winston, yes, Winston Duke definitely seems like someone like a good cuddle buddy. <laughs> like if he was very secure in his masculinity, I would uh, cuddle the shit out of him on a couch just for an hour while talking to people. <laughs> and he also has really good scarf game in his IMDb. Like, it's just a massive scarf. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. It's like he took uh, a picture of William Shakespeare, scarfed it, and his whole head is just resting on this massive gray scarf. It's beautiful. And he's also got, right. a, he's also got a master's degree in fine arts from Yale. Well, his body is an art and <laughs> a piece of art. Very fine. I will call him the master. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's a sweet picture of him. He looks like 10 years younger, strangely, probably because he doesn't have a thousand extra pounds of muscle. But there's a very sweet picture of him and Tom Hiddleston from 2017. So five years ago. I'm glad I specified it was because of the lack of muscle at this moment i don't want to imply that he aged 10 years and five although yeah i mean they do a stressful job right and they do a really good job of pulling people from around around the world for this movie also um you got Trinidad. Daniel yeah he's from trinidad and tobago um the guy from Nemours is from mexico um couple of them are uh, from Kenya. I mean, they do a really good job of pulling people from around the world and people that we don't necessarily see all the time in, in film. Yeah. And I'll say one of his lines, one of his first lines in the first uh, black Panther glory to Hanuman <laughs> gave me just a, a whole different meaning when I was watching this Indian film. I don't remember which one. It's a glorious film, but they started like saying glory to Hanuman, and I just kept thinking of Winston Duke saying glory to Hanuman. <laughs> and I was, you know, yeah, I'm a dumb American watching these movies. There's a pan, there's a Black Panther god from Wakanda. I just assume Hanuman is fiction. <laughs> so to find out uh, that it's based in the real world. Whether you think it's fiction or not is up to you and your religious beliefs, yada yada. Um, but I thought it was completely like from the comic books. Yeah, uh, Trevor Noah is also in this movie. Um, 
He's the voice of Shiri's AI. So he was in the first one as well. Ha, ha, ha. I, you know what? I'm shocked they didn't take that AI and put it in Riri suit and then say, here is your Jarvis or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sweet. I mean, he's he's leaving the, the Daily Show. So, I mean, he's got and to pursue his comedy career. Um, super funny guys. Super. He seems like a cool person to hang out with, too, because he seems super knowledgeable about a lot of things. Um, yes, there there was a great video in like the an extra YouTube video when the audience just asking him random questions on the off times that they're not filming. That yeah, the, someone asked the scenes about, or something like that. Yeah, someone asked about the difference between reparations just giving money to everybody, as in reparations for African American people because of the crimes done against them in the past and all those economic uh the the avalanche through time that that had as an effect on uh, a group of people versus doing the Andrew Yang thing and giving everyone money. And he, he gave a really well articulated uh, explanation for it. And just off the cuff. And yeah. I mean, he does that a lot. I mean, there's, I've seen a lot of those in between the sets and, and sometimes he's got a funny anecdote or a story to go along with it. And, um, but yeah, he seems very, very knowledgeable about the world. I mean, he seems very studied, very, um very yeah. intelligent and i like hearing from people and this will sound weird because kevin smith de- definitely does the thing i'm going to say i prefer less but uh i definitely prefer hearing people's or uh discussions that a trevor noah might have versus discussions a steve harvey might have i mean not just because i've heard steve harvey give some god awful advice about women to his audiences and it's just like oh my god dude (laughs) but because steve harvey or kevin smith will like tell stories from their life more whereas trevor noah can do that but also just like talk about really heady issues so it gives a, a nice variety for me um and different levels like sometimes i just want to watch tag and laugh at the stoners and like <laughs> but sometimes i want to watch a fucking blind spotting or watch Three and a half hours of Mr. Beast talk about his business, which is the video I'm going to be watching after this. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Feastables. Gonna eat. We're, how, how, we're, we're getting close to the end of that chocolate, so that's good. Oh, nice. Um, so this movie deals a lot with grief, a lot with the... Um, I don't want to say getting over what's, what's the, what's the words I'm looking for here? Um, dealing with recovery, it, and recovery Proce- and processing the processing of grief. There we go. Um, what before you- I forget queen Ramonda dies too. Yeah, she does. Um, and she dies in a kind of a tragic way also. What were you going to uh, ask though? Um, what did you think about the beginning part of this when, um, you know, Shiri's dealing with everything, um, basically wanting the world to burn and the entire arc to her um, lighting, going off on her own to light their funeral garbs um, in Haiti. I think it's a lot more emotionally rich storytelling wise to make it T'Challa, kind of T'Challa's fault that he died by not reaching out for help. Um, I don't know how much that actually can be interpreted to be disrespectful to yeah, uh, Chadwick that, that, Boseman because Chadwick Boseman actually, Shows while he didn't, sh- 
share it publicly, he didn't, uh, you know, he wasn't some anti-vax, religion will save me, medicine is voodoo. You know, he was getting medical treatment. So I think it was a benefit to the story because then she could, her character could have some turmoil inside her to be angry at T'Challa while also mourning him. Um, yeah, but she, but she was also mad too. Well, she's mad at Killmonger, obviously, for lighting all the herbs, but she's also mad at herself because she couldn't save him. Um, with all the no, technology yeah, she, had, yeah. she had available, she couldn't make a heart-shaped herb because she was yeah, missing, but, missing a piece. But, but she eventually does it. Of course, it's a year later in the film, but it's not a primary thing. So if if this disease, let's say it took two months to kill him in the, the universe, if he had told her two months earlier. Well, he was only it was only a year that he was back because he got blipped. So this was six years after everything. So he got blipped for five. So he was only alive for a year before. So I mean, right, at so- most, it could have been a year. So, yeah, so we could say a year, then no matter, well, a few things. The original plot I've heard of Falcon Winter Soldier was not going to be food shortages, but vaccine shortages for a pandemic. Yeah, yeah and that and was changed because the real pandemic. So right. who knows Columbia if knows. when, who knows if, and I really know the pandemic started before uh, Chadwick Boseman passed, right? Yeah, Chadwick Boseman passed in 2018. Uh, what? No, nope, um, no, it had to be 2019 because 2020, August 2020. Oh, yep, there you go. All right, so let me just look at one thing. God, I'm I'm blanking. Sorry. Um. Chocolate's supposed to help you think. It's supposed to be, um, it's got antioxidants shh, and everything. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it definitely, he definitely passed after the pandemic started. Um, so I can't say that that was where he got the idea. Uh, you know, um, uh, wow. Why am I blanking? Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler definitely didn't get the idea for, for T'Challa's disease from Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, but if we extrapolate and say that it was a year since he came back, then no matter what, if he had the disease right when he got blipped back and they had a whole year, sure. He would have been able to figure out because we see her succeed at it in a year with it being an absent-minded task yeah but she um, was also given she had to have the bracelet from to to do it i mean she it would have taken her longer to do it without the bracelet um, which bra- the oh, bracelet yeah. that namor gave her with the thread um the, I what don't was know. the question <laughs> because i think i got lost in the weeds of what i was talking about <laughs> What the, open, the opening, the, the opening, opening, the right? opening, and how how it got to the end? I mean, did did you did you think that arc was good? Did you like the? Were you satisfied with the beginning and satisfied with the conclusion of that arc? I think the arc is good. I think it's clear that it was they did a Yoinkin twist from Civil War. So make of that of what you will. Uh, I think there's not a main character in the film. 
So it's hard to say. I don't, I genuinely don't think there's a main character. Um, it feels like Queen Ramona, Ramonda is more the main character in the beginning. It feels like Okoye is more the main character in the middle. And it feels like Shuri is more the main character at the end. So. Yeah, it works, but the whole film doesn't depend on that arc. That's not the spine, you know? Chadwick yeah. Boseman's uh, T'Challa's arc in Civil War was not the spine. But there was a spine. The spine in that was Captain America. And the two brand, like the two closest bones connected to that spine were Iron Man and Bucky. So that had a very solid center. This, the most consistent character i guess is no more because he's a threat but really not not even he comes in like 28 minutes i think um so yeah was it that uh, was it did he come in that early i mean that early it's a it, i mean it is a two a two hour 40 minute movie but i think 28 minutes to introduce your villain i thought it was later a little late it might have been later i might be i might be completely pulling that number out of my butt and I, I genuinely can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, it, 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 just, it doesn't to me, feel like to me it, it felt so much later because they had the intro of everything. They had the, um, see the, the place at sea. Yeah. And then I, mean, the I guess thing, that's the, an intro. Well, yeah. you're introducing vibranium as elsewhere outside of Wakanda. Then he, you have the he whole whips his hair UN back thing. and forth. I mean, sorry. He hips his helicopter back and forth. Oh Yeah. <laughs> I guess, but you're not introduced to him and just something happens. And then you have the whole UN sequence. And I mean, just, it felt like longer. It felt like he didn't get introduced until probably closer to an hour. But I mean, I, I've only seen the movie once uh, or twice. Yeah, I guess I'd have to, I don't remember, but, um, so the arc works, but the movie didn't depend on the arc. Yeah. But as I was just meaning it as, as, but I was meaning it more of like, um, the dealing with the grief and everything like that. I mean, that was the biggest, I, w- I would say the biggest, like, um, I don't want to say part, but like, it's the, it's the emotional glue that holds this whole movie together is the deal, the pa- the dealing with the passing of, of a loved one from going from wanting the world to burn to figuring out where you are in life to, you know, being accepting, accepting the grief and everything like that. And being, being able to burn those funeral garbs, I guess I guess it had to be more than that because it was a year when she denied her mother. Um, if you if you want the the weight of the movie to rest on that arc, it it needs to be more. It needs to be more like, I mean, like when you watch Whiplash, the obsession is at the core, like that is there it's front of mind at all times the arc of wanting the world to burn and then maturing out of that and thinking about the big picture it doesn't feel present enough for it to have an impact on me i think it works in the film i think everything works together as a ensemble like uh 
like so I just watched the menu, so maybe this is why. But like <laughs> but like this big meal with all these parts that all blend together beautifully, but there's not one main center thing that you can talk about. You can talk about the whole picture, you can talk about a little part of the meal, but I don't think there's one thing that you could have that you could uh um separate and say this is the film and this is what we need to talk about and in some ways i think that's a that can be a benefit to some of the things they're talking about it's very global it's talking about global politics and conflicts and those are so multi-dimensional and there's not one thing that's always right like china might think it's the center of the universe the u.s might think it's the center of the universe and to an extent (laughs) those are the two big centers of our universe in a political landscape. Uh, other ones are Russia. Um, God dang that, that North Korea sure got some gumption to keep popping up. But, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't think there's any one part of this recipe that you can say that's the make or break. And actually that might be why uh, the Riri stuff doesn't feel egregious to me because everything is so balanced. You know, if it, if there was one thing that was at the center of it and then we had a 20 minute re-re thing, we'd be like, whoa, that sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I answer your question? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. What, like, well, how would yeah. you answer the question if I asked it to you? I mean, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed that arc. I thought that the conclusion of the arc with her finally burning the funeral garb at the end of the movie, I think makes it come full circle, you know, makes it come like to the end of the end of the arc. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I agree with you that she, she is in quotes, the main character of this movie, but she's like you said, doesn't really feel like the main character of the movie. But I think that arc to me holds this movie together because otherwise I would feel like it was three different movies. Um, Unironically, I think blind spotting did that arc better as in like processing anger and deep emotions and like frustration at the world and feeling like you're, you're just losing and all, all that keeps happening is the world keeps taking and taking and taking, and you don't know how to keep your head above water. And then you get to the end and you choose not to be drowned by it, but to transcend it. I think blind spotting did a better version of what this arc could have been for Shuri. Shuri definitely would have been the main character and been the spine though, if they had gone as hard with it as blind spotting did. I think, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. But sure, he's definitely got to have like just a whack white friend who just keeps getting her into shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that and that's uh, was it Agent Ross or and, it, and that can't be Riri. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, Agent Ross, get into some shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. I'm too proud of that. Ow, I just put my fucking. Um, so let's talk about the after credit scene. Hmm. Uh, God, 
when I was watching it, Maddie was like, is there anything? And I looked if there were mid credit scenes. 30 seconds before it, just see a fucking summary of what the mid credit scene is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I understand. I, I know where they're going to kind of lead this to um, because they're going to lead this to the Young Avengers initiative and stuff like that. Um, so I know where this is leading to. I just wish it would have been done a little bit better. Um, All right. So I think it makes perfect sense within the world because at that time she thought T'Challa was dead. So it makes sense for the name. Uh, my guess is 20 years from now, we might get him as the next we'll, one. We'll get him in. He's an adult. We'll get him in, in uh, the Young Avengers initiative or whatever it is. Young Avengers. I um, want at least a decade yeah, we until we, we get another T'Challa. We won't I think there. they cast him really well for his look. One, he's a great little actor. That boy is. But like a couple times in his eyes, I saw Chadwick Boseman. It was so weird. Um, I hope at least a decade, but what did you think about it? What, and how would you have done it better? Um, I don't know if I, I don't know how I could have done it better. I just didn't like the way I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the problem and make somebody else figure it out. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't like the way that they just kind of like dropped it and it was just like, um, we I knew that the solution. Yeah, we know that they, those two are romantically involved, um, so it's not unconceivable that they had a child. <laughs> pun pun intended. <laughs> um, that because they, that they he were... got it in <laughs> in conceivable. That's that's what the joke was. Yep. I'm just um, pointing. Don't be stupid. Stupid post. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see. It's so I can see that they would have a, ch- a child and I could see that eventually it's got to be brought up. You can't and it's got to be brought up sooner versus later because you can't bring him back, you know, you know, 10 years from now and say, hey, by the way, he had a kid. And we've been hiding him in Haiti and Shiri was there and we didn't get to introduce to him or anything like that. So um, but at the same time, like I feel like it could have been done better than or could have been more done in a more dramatic way than them sitting on a beach watching the um, the funeral clothes get burnt and just be like, Hey, I heard that you're good at keeping secrets. Do you want to know my secret? And my, my, my name is this, but my real name is this. I this feel like is what I would could have been better. Yeah. I would have changed this, but I think I found even a better way to change it. When Queen Ramonda goes to visit Lapita Nyanga. Nakia. I'll always have that pronunciation of it in my head. Uh, goes to visit Nakia. I would have, before Queen Ramonda reveals that um, Shuri's here, it was taken. She says, You said the next time you visited, you'd bring Shuri. Uh, and then have her explain Shuri and maybe ask, like, Do you want to see them? Or, uh, Let's see them on our way out. Just say that. And then looking back, we can infer that Queen Ramonda has visited young T'Challa, T'Challa Jr. She was planning on introducing Shuri to T'Challa Jr. And 
say you, you know, saying the next time you'd visit, you'd bring Shuri, make it general enough so it's not like, oh, that's so fucking convenient. The day after she gets kidnapped, you're scheduled to meet with Nakia. Um, have that so it's a little general. Then uh, we'll see them on the way out. Who knows what that means? That means little T'Challa. It's vague enough that it's there. We've said that it's in existence and we can then see, oh, they were being very careful with this because it was a very sensitive subject and they were being very slow and they weren't hiding it from Shuri. They were just taking it very slow to not put too much on everybody, not be like, yo, he died. And like, but we said after a year, we'd tell you about Junior. <laughs> um, then it, it's kind of like in blind spotting in the third act, uh, the, the woman, the main woman uses the soft a N word. And it's very important to the plot, but you never saw her say it anywhere else. So it's like, Oh, that came out of nowhere. Right. Well, we needed it. Um, would that have solved anything for you? Um, I mean, I think it would have been better okay, if it didn't. I mean, I think it would have been better. I think just, you know, the way that they kind of dropped it on. So just kind of like, it almost felt like there was like a month before the movie came out and they're like, you know what? We haven't done a mid credit scene yet. Let's, let's figure one out. And that's like, they just rolled some dice and that was what they came up with. But, um, would it have been better if Nakia was always in Wakanda, but you, but there was like a house on a hill kind of thing that they kept referencing so that you knew that Nakia was always there. T'Challa Jr. was always there. Everyone always knew, like Shuri always knew he existed. Um, but then we found out at the end when Shuri finally gets a chance to go and visit that house, uh, uh, maybe on the beach. So she I'm going to say no, because mm-hmm. what this does is also connects it back a little bit to the first movie with mm-hmm. um, Killmonger seeing his dad murdered in, in Oakland. Um, having a secret kid out in Oakland. Um, so I mean, it brings it back, like having a child and having them hidden away somewhere else, um, outside of Wakanda. So I mean, it it works in that sense, having him being away. I just the whole sitting on the beach thing and turning into her and say, "My mom says you can keep secrets. Want to know my secret?" Is just kind of like, eh, it just seems. Oh, uh, just the just the dialogue. Yeah, it just seems cheap. It seems. You know, like they had 20 minutes of extra time and they're just like, hey, why don't we just do this? This beach is nice. Let's sit here. Like the kid wrote the scene. Yeah. They've been doing it since Ragnarok, where the Make-A-Wish kid said, say he's a friend from work. Like, come on. It was the first draft. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So hey. that was it. I mean, it just... It, it it I I'm okay with the location of it being in Haiti. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with everything except for just how they dropped it on us of like the kid turning to him and just saying that. It's just kind of like, come on, like you couldn't have come up with a better a better way to do this. Um, Would you have preferred the child have a different name to T'Challa? No, I'm okay with him having T'Challa's name. Um, and I'm sure that's probably a comic book thing where. That's the name of his comic book character as well. So, I mean, if it is, then I'm oh, yeah. I'm cool with it. I don't think it's cheap in the sense of like they're 
doing a disservice to um, Chadwick Boseman's memory or anything like that. I don't, I don't, I don't have that kind of feeling. Just, I don't know, felt cheap. But I mean, I still love the movie, and I'm still excited for whatever this franchise brings forward, whoever the lead character may be, and however they want to move forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fair game. I'm ready for um, the mouse to cut another, cut another check for, um, for another movie. Anything else for the spoiler review, sir? Um, so we're talking about blank checks. Do you know what do you know what the final number was on that blank check for the budget? Oh the budget? I think it was over three hundred million. It was not. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty mil. Mil a minute. Almost. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. That's no, not how that math works. Yeah, that's that's not, not how time works. No. Hours don't have a hundred minutes. They don't. <sighs> Thanks a lot, um Imperial Elon Musk. Elon Musk Imperial system. Uh, that's a weird that's a weird thing who sat down and was like oh you know it's 60 seconds in a minute 60 minutes in an hour 24 hours a day boom that's easy to remember who thought I've of that? literally made up the fact that they wouldn't do that so they never have a time that was 666 that they stopped at six i've made that up it sounds convincing i've convinced many people for a minute before i reveal that i'm a dirty liar (laughs) (laughs) it seems weird like like, truly if every if uh the whole day was 10 hours and 100 minutes of whatever hour we'd eventually get a six yeah i mean uh, the metric system (laughs) way way better than the imperial system Which one's time? <laughs> yeah, time is, is like metric a, imperial or what? How did we get? No, the okay. imperial system is what we use. Uh, it's like three countries in the world use the imperial system, and that's us. Yeah. And but how does that factor into time? Is time metric or imperial? Uh, it feels like the imperial system just because it's stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, this movie may be a sad mushroom, or maybe a mushroom. And I finished the Vistable Bar. <laughs> uh, and this movie is fucking dope. Because? Because movies, movies are, are dope. dope. Cue outro song. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>